Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Hey, I am so excited to let you in on something that's coming up. Our Because She Chose community is hosting a 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting Challenge beginning Monday, June 13th. We will be joining together to do a Daniel Fast. It's a partial fast for those of us that may not be able to completely fast from food. Why fast, you ask? Well, what would you like to experience? Healing, a miracle, breakthroughs, a deeper relationship with God, wisdom for an upcoming decision? Let's believe together and see the hand of God over our lives. We'll be journaling together every day, writing down why you feel God is leading you to do the fast and what your personal focus may be. There are many reasons to fast. Humbling ourselves before God in obedience to his word, cleansing our bodies, giving us power to overcome temptation, seeking God's guidance and direction, gaining understanding and divine revelation. Join me on Instagram for more details and to sign up, the link will be in the show notes. You'll be receiving an immediate download for the journal and daily emails to focus on scripture passages, as well as access to me and our community in a private pop-up Facebook group. I look forward to you joining in and seeing all that God does through our time together. Have a blessed day. Welcome back, ladies, because she chose. I'm Camille McIntyre, your host, and I'm so excited that you are here and joining us. We have such a great lineup today of Miss Tanya Coley. She is a mindset coach and a director of her own publishing house, and I am so, so, so honored to have her here with us today. I'm just going to give you a little bit of who she is. She helps first-time authors from all over the globe find their voices and put their stories down on paper so that they can be shared far and wide and impact the lives of others. And as well as publishing other people's stories, Tanya has self-published three of her own and four publications on Amazon, which I must say, Plan It, See It, and Anticipate It has been something that's impacted my life. And it's endorsed by world-renowned motivational speaker, Les Brown. Tanya received an SIMA award for the most influential woman in 2021 and UK Enterprise Award winner 2022 for best female focused book publisher. Tanya is a regular contributor to a radio show and speaks on podcasts worldwide. She is also hosting webinars and writing books and setting goals and on overcoming obstacles. And I'm so like I said, proud and honored that you're here, Tanya. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Camille. I am super excited to be here. You know, I was just saying, thinking about Planet C and Anticipated earlier and your other book, The Easy Way to Stay Motivated, and really was two books that impacted me through COVID. And, you know, they're so simple. It's really the simple way. <laughs> I love it. I love the simple way, right? Because we tend to, I guess, with the idea of staying positive and staying motivated, we think it's harder than it really is. We tend to make things so difficult, you know, we're like, oh my goodness, we're mamas, we have a million hats and we have all the goals and we have all the things. How do we get it all done? But like when you broke it down in those books, I was like, oh my goodness, I really could eat that elephant. I I talk about that a lot, you know, bite-sized pieces, Mm -hmm. you can tackle it and I realized over the last two years since I think the pandemic that it was my mindset that was holding me back. Mm. And there you are entering my life and many lives of other women at the right time, exactly where I think God, you know, needed you to be. And we met, I think, through Get Unstuck Challenge I was doing. I I talk about that a lot. 
how I just decided one day I'm going to get online for a couple of weeks every single day and go live with some other woman that might be feeling what I was feeling, which everyone, the whole country, the whole world was feeling through the pandemic and the lockdown. So I loved that the Lord just brought you into our life and you spoke into my life and to so many other women's lives that were feeling stuck at that moment. And just your smile and just your personality, you know, and everything really did. It, it helped to soothe some of the women that anxiety was just a huge thing. So I want to just say thank you to that, you know. And then I had you speak on mindset. Yeah, last summer, we did a five-day challenge mm-hmm. and it was change your priorities, change your life. And you spoke on mindset there. And let me tell you, it might have been the top viewed in that group. I did a Facebook group and it was hundreds of women that were listening and just asking questions. And after that, the conversation just kept going. Wow! So like, thank you for being open to speaking to to all these women and encouraging them and and doing what you're, what you're doing now. I, I really want you to talk a little bit about being a Les Brown motivational speaker. What does that look like? But, you know, I was thinking, what is it? I asked you before we got on live, what was it that made you make the change in your life? Because I want you to tell a little about your story, where you were in your occupation, and then how you even became a motivational speaker and a coach. Well, that is a great question. I was reflecting this morning, actually, with my husband about transitioning. And oftentimes, I don't know about you, Camille, but I don't really reflect as much as I should. I just get on to the next thing. But it's reflecting. And I was a lecturer for 15 years and just qualifying to be a teacher, that was a struggle in itself. I had this goal that I wanted to be this teacher. I always thought I would amount to nothing, you know, you won't make it, all there's negativity. And I listened to those voices at first and they were so loud. And I just thought, you know what, it is what it is. But then I thought, no, you know, I always say, as you know, if you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. And that's what I did. I woke up and paid attention and I got my degree and I had a career of 15 years and it was fantastic. And I said to my husband, what's the funny thing is I wanted to be this teacher and I did it. You know, I was heavily pregnant with my daughter, you know, getting on buses and getting there, getting home late and also working as a teacher at the same time and all of those things. It was a struggle. But I did it. And then after 15 years, I thought, (laughs) time to move on (laughs) after all of that. But it was an amazing career. But something had to give, Camille. I was overworked and I was underpaid and I was burnt out. Because I was burning both candles at both ends. I'm married with two children and I've also got this career Mm-hmm. which demands a lot and both demand a lot out of you so true and I was trying to juggle all of it Mm-mm. because I'm superwoman and I can do it all <laughs> and something had to give and there was one point Camille where I thought where are my car keys and I'm so trying we're going to be late we're going to be late I had to drop the children to school all of this and then somebody said look in the car and I thought look at the car so I looked and there my keys were in the ignition overnight I was stressed out, I was tired, and I thought, no, something has to give. Either, you know, I stay in my career, or I and put up and shut up, hmm. or do something about it. And my husband said to me, you need to do something about it. And in 2017, my pastor preached a message, are you owning your future? And I thought, no, I kind of am. 
but are you fully 100% and I, I wasn't and that day I made a decision I'm going to leave my career I'm going to hand in my notice as a teacher here in the UK we have to give three months notice so to leave in the summer when I had to kind of leave so I thought okay I handed in my notice and that was a big thing for me because it was a permanent post guaranteed income but my mental health was worth much more than that. Amen. And I thought, okay, I have to do it. I have to step out in faith and trust God. And I said to my husband, what am I going to do? And he said, you'll figure it out. So January 2018, I wrote my first book, Open Doors. And it was about my journey overcoming challenges. And it took me six weeks to write that book. And then it became a bestseller on Amazon. Handed in my notice and I stepped into entrepreneurship. And I had no clue. I just knew that I wanted to motivate and help others get unstuck. And that was my plan. (laughs) And that's how my journey began, stepping into what God has called me to do. I love it. You know, you really did. You did exactly that. What you just said, you stepped in to your calling. I fully believe it. I'm so grateful that you listened. Yes. You know, and said, okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to be obedient because it's helped so many, so many women do exactly that. Get unstuck. Yeah. You know, from what they're stuck in. I love that you made that decision and then you just did it. A lot of us make a decision like, oh yeah, we're going to do that or I want to do that. And it's more of a wish than a reality, but you made it a reality. You know, that's really cool. I love it. You know, I was thinking, how about when you're coaching women, what happens when you come into a place where these women are like, I am stuck. What is like your best advice to them? Besides, you know, just do it like (laughs) Nike, you know, just do it. It's a little harder than that. You know, like what kind of steps do you give them? That's a really great question. I strongly believe in steps. It's not just, oh, go and do this thing like you just said. It's about, okay, how? And I'm about the how to do it. So I always say, what is it that you really want? Because oftentimes we don't know what we want. We just want something different. So you need to go and think about that. What is it that you really want? And sometimes we don't speak about what we really want because we're scared when we speak it out. It can frighten us. And that's a great thing. So it's about speaking out what it is that you want and then writing that down. You know, I'm a great believer in, you know, write the vision down and make it plain. Write that vision down, what it is that you want. So you've got your goal. And then it's about taking proactive steps to get to where you want to get to. So it's how do we get there? And I talk about SMART goals. Is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Is it realistic? Is it timely? And having this plan of action and taking small steps every day to get to where you need to get to. So think about what is it that I need? Who do I need around me? What do I need to do? And there's some thought-provoking questions that I ask people as well is, what do you need to stop doing? You know, because oftentimes we can waste a lot of time flicking through Netflix, flicking through Facebook, you know, looking at food that people are eating. It doesn't even look nice. (laughs) (laughs) You need to stop doing all of that stuff. So what do you need to stop doing? What do you need to do less of? What do you need to do more of? And what do you need to start doing today? It's about taking proactive action. It's about taking that action now. And like you just said before, it's not about, you know, all talk and no action. It's about talking about it and taking the desired action. And that's what I encourage my women to do, which is very important. Yeah, putting feet to the decision, 
making an action plan. That is definitely the key. I think since knowing you the last two years and following and reading through your books, I realized that that motivation I needed with, you know, the positive affirmations every day was an absolute necessity. Yeah. I knew that as soon as I woke up in the morning, of course, I'm going to pray. Of course, I'm going to read my word. But like a positive affirmation, choosing one from your book every day, I would write it in with my devotions because it was something that changed my mindset. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, if I'm waking up and I'm tired and I just, I don't feel like doing the feelings kind of thing. I was like, okay, well, this is what I said I was going to do. I put it in my planner. Am I going to do it? And like, because she chose is literally that it's making a choice. Choose you this day who you will serve, you know, live and don't die. So that's literally what scripture says. So it's like, choose and decide, make the decision to do it. This is, you know, what you just said, what do you want? So I remember asking God and saying, well, I do want this, this, and this. Does this line up with what you have for me. Like that was always key for me. And I always want to make sure because I've done many, many things over the course of time where it's just like, I just choose something. I just, oh, am I going to just do this? Right. And I'm like, no, maybe God didn't have that for me to do. And a lot of times I fail at that thing. And it's like, it's okay. You know, I learn through failure. We learn through our mistakes, right? Yeah. But I love choosing. Yeah. Make the choice, make the decision. And now you have to have a plan. That was something for me with the planet to see it anticipated that I was like, okay, how do I get those smart goals down? Can I really get that done? Mm-hmm. I just started this podcast. I mean, I've been talking about this for years. For three years, wow. I had a mic sitting on my desk, like, okay, staring at me. When are you going to use me? And I was like, okay, what is the right time for me to do this, Lord? We've been talking about Tanya doing my book. And I'm like, so ready. I'm always saying, Tanya, 75% done. And she's like, all right, well, but what do you want? You know, so I was like, okay, well, I really want the book to be done, but I want it to be done right. And it wasn't ready yet. Mm. I felt it wasn't ready yet. But the podcast I knew was ready to go. Mm. I was like, all right, now what can I do? How do I measure those goals? Can I get this done with everything else I'm doing, pastor's wife and my mama, you know, all those things. Can I get that all done? So, you know, you really taught me that. I thought about also that idea of staying positive through the difficulty, like, your toolbox and your mindset coach was everything for me. I mean, I remember getting on your live every morning. I was like, what is she saying now? <laughs> like, which tool am I going to use today? And I'm telling you, it really, it just moved the needle. Wow. If you can just have something every single day that moves the needle a little further, because mm. a lot of people think, here's this giant goal, you know, oh my gosh, she started a blog. Oh my goodness, she wants to start an organization. Oh my goodness, she wants to do this podcast and write a book. Like that becomes overwhelming. Yeah. But you were like one thing at a time. Here's the next step. I need that. That's my personality type too. I need like a a nice plan in front of me that I can follow. So I was also thinking about before we started, I I mentioned to you the idea of this trend that's happening right now, that people are coining this term toxic positivity. And we talked about it a little bit and I had a few of my followers not reach out to me entirely, but post on their own social media about toxic positivity is is like hurting them. They feel that toxic positivity, which they would term we would have toxic positivity, is hurting them because they feel a certain way about a certain thing. And it's like when we say, well, if you do this or that, and here you can use Tanya's book and do positive affirmations every day, it makes them feel condemned almost because they feel as if they can't do that. Their feelings don't match up with what they're saying. And I just thought, you know, like, what are your thoughts on that? What would you say to someone that came to you and said, you know, 
I feel that your positivity is just toxic and it's not helping me. Like you really can't change minds. I realize that. Mm. But what kind of advice would you have for someone like that? Wow. (laughs) It's hard. It's a hard question. I know. It is a hard question. Mm -hmm. And it's about looking at that individual and where they're at. Because oftentimes we can respond to things because of where we're at. And it's responding to that individual with, okay, so it's not helping. So what will help? Hmm. What will help you? And because if we're here to serve women and my positivity is that helping you, Hmm. how can I help you? What can I do? Because it is where we're at. Hmm. And I don't want to hear all of that. And sometimes we actually want to hear it. But it's how do I take it into action? I've been meeting with a few friends this week who have been quite negative and yeah it's good for you you can do all that you can say all of that mm. when I shared a snippet about my life I'm just like you mm. I have my down times I have when I'm on the mountaintop and all of that but I don't stay in that place of negativity amen and having a pity party and no one's invited mm-hmm. <laughs> because if you want to change you have to do some things differently. If you want a different result, you're going to have to do some things differently. And it's not saying being all positive and we're ignoring what's going around us, but we're looking and focusing on the good things. It says count your blessings and name them one by one and you'll be surprised what the Lord has done. It's about focusing on something different as opposed to focusing on your needs, your woes and your troubles. Yes, they are there. However, when you have this attitude of gratitude, you will have a different mindset and a different perspective. Amen. Attitude of gratitude is like my middle name. And it's hard because we were just talking before we got on and we were like saying, hey, you know, we've got our slippers on and we're still mamas and we're normal and we're tired. You know, it's in the UK, it's the afternoon. She's, you know, winding down her day and getting ready to have dinner with her family. And I'm just getting up now and you know, doing the things, all the things that you need to do, you know, as a mama to start your day. And it's hard. It's not that we don't face reality. I think that's one of the things that people think is that we just live in our heads, you know, in this positive, beautiful world. And it's no, we see what's happening in the world. Life is really very difficult right now, all across the world. Mm. You see all the things that are happening. You know, we were talking before we started about, you know, there's some very difficult things people are trying to handle. And I I understand that. But what you just said for me is key. When you have gratitude in your heart and you keep turning and there's that scripture that comes out again all the time, Romans 8, 28, God turns it all together for good. I don't know how that works. Sometimes I don't like it when I read that. I'm like, well, that's not really much of a consolation right now, (laughs) you know, but we take it and we say, okay, all is well, you know, that song, you know, it is well with my soul. Mm. There's a YouTube video that I watched over the Christmas and it was the, the author of that song and his story. And his story was that he lost all of his children coming to America from, I think the UK or something like that coming over. And he was waiting back and his wife brought all the daughters and all the daughters died, perished in a boating accident. And he wrote that afterwards. It is well with my soul. I, I think about that and I say, I, I can't grasp it. My mind can't grasp mm-hmm. it. We have children. We, we know what that's like to have children. I can't even imagine. Mm-mm. But I think, what was it inside of him that said, I'm going to continue? Mm-hmm. What got him through that? It was his faith. You know, it was his yeah. faith in God and staying 
I don't know how you say positive through that kind of situation, but the end of his story was that he went on, he was reunited with his wife, she made it through, they had more children. And then the rest of their lives were just amazing, you know, as missionaries and the things that they did. So you never know mm-hmm. as you're going through a certain situation, you know, if you stay grateful for yeah. even the difficulty. Scripture says that, what is he doing? He's building endurance in our lives, right? Yeah. An athlete that makes it to the finish line, I would love to be, you know, the prize winner, but I just want to make it sometimes across the finish line, you know, <laughs> like, let me just get there. But in order to do that, you need to keep going, you know? So I'm just going to ask you one final question before we go. You know, as a Les Brown motivational speaker, you know, that is really an amazing accomplishment. It's something that I would love to do one day in my life is go through the training. So what is your biggest piece of advice for our mamas that are listening in to really stay positive? You just said gratitude and stay motivated. You talked about making sure you have a plan and smart goals. You know, what was that one thing when you made that change and you said, okay, I'm going to do this regardless of how hard it's going to be. And what it's going to look like and how long it's going to take. So what was it that I'm sure you were overwhelmed with the demands of life. I'm sure there was like, oh my gosh, I've got to do all this schooling now and all this. What was it that, you know, really kept you on track and said, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to endure to the end. Wow. There's a scripture that I always reflect on. Do not grow weary in doing good, but in due time, you will reap a harvest. Amen. If And that if is on me, that if is on you, if you don't give up. And I'm encouraging all the mamas. (laughs) Come on, mamas, don't give up. I was just saying to Camille before, came on the podcast, putting on the dinner, tidying up, recycling, (laughs) (laughs) sorting out clients, you know, doing all these things, but do not grow weary in doing good. Because you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. So we have to keep on going. Because if we stop, what's going to happen? Because we have so many people relying on us. Our children Mm -hmm. depend on us, you know. So we can't stop because we are showing them the exampleship of who we are, what we're doing, how we do things. And it's looking back at our why. Why do we do what we do? You know, our legacy is for our children. So, you know, we are being examples to our children in whatever we're doing, working, business, whatever we're doing, we are uh, examples to our children. And that's so important. So don't grow weary in doing good. Hmm. And remember why you're doing it. And it's the scripture that I was meditating on this morning was seek first the kingdom of God. Not chasing after silver, shiny things, but it's seeking first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And then everything else will be added. So he's got you covered. He's got you covered. Amen. He's got you covered. I love that so much. Just seek after him. Because remember, you can't give from an empty cup. So you have to keep on going after him, chasing after him and his heart, what he wants for you. And everything else will come into alignment. Mm, Amen. I love it so much. You are resonating with pretty much the other interviews I've had, Mm. and you've said pretty much the same thing. And I love that there's a theme that God has through this podcast that he's ministering to women. He's like, don't give up. Yeah, You're going to make it. Don't worry. Don't get weary and well-doing. You know, keep going, but keep going in me. Because as you press into me and you seek after me, I will give you all those things. Don't worry about it. So I love that so much. But I want to just say, how does my audience and my mom is, 
follow you, get in touch with you. I know you're having an author's breakfast on June 11th at nine o'clock. That's UK time. And you're going to have it's time of inspiration and networking. I love that so much. And I have to just give you a little secret. June 11th, we will be meeting with our Thrive sisters, Doris, Delphine, and Pam for the first time. Maybe we'll be getting on together while we're hanging out on our little retreat together. (laughs) We'll be seeing you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you have that. And as far as TC Publishing, how is that all going? And let everybody know how to get in touch with you. Thank you. Yeah, it's going absolutely amazing, Camille. I'm getting like, I'm having consultations nearly every day regarding books. And I just believe it's the pandemic that's made people realise I have a story and I've got a story to share. So an impact. You may not travel the world, but your book will. So now is the time to get your book done. So TZ Publishing is going fantastic. We do have an author's breakfast. And it's such a pity that it's in person. And because I know so many people from all over the world would come and just celebrate and have a great time. You know I would. (laughs) Absolutely. But hopefully when the borders open up, I will be there in America. Can't wait for that. Can't wait. So how you can reach me, Facebook. Instagram, LinkedIn, Tanya Coley. If you want to email me, it's Tanya, T-A-R-N-Y-A, at ibelieveican.co.uk. Please reach out to me, say hi. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being with us. And I know that this conversation has blessed mamas and will continue to bless mamas. That is our goal at Because She Chose. So thank you so much for being with us. We're honored. Thank you. Have a great day, ladies. Blessings. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me a review and rating. Until next time, take care.